Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today is episode 220, Steps to Create a Timeless Kitchen. And the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 220. And you know, I love a classically designed kitchen. So this is right up my alley. This is going to be so fun today. Mm, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that if you um, create something that is more timeless than trendy, especially in the kitchen, be trendy with your accessories. Go as timeless as you can with what you put into your kitchen, your big ticket items and your stationary items, and you'll have a kitchen that looks, um, well, in style and timeless for a long time. Well, and the problem is if you go too trendy and then it goes out of style in a few years, these are big ticket items changing out countertops and appliances. I mean, so I agree with you. Change, get, get a trendy tea towel. But don't right. get a trendy <laughs> refrigerator or countertop. That's exactly. Oh, that's it. Okay. And I, I Can, Maybe Yvonne could do with her, what, some of her with loves. With loves. Okay. What few things might date a kitchen? Mm. Oh, definitely. I think the, the, the cabinets. Mm. You know, I look at gold note cabinets and you, you know, it's from the nineties. Yeah, you know, well, definitely. Or earlier. You know the, you know the, or earlier. You know the kind I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a style that goes with that that are like arched at the top. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think you have to stay away. I would stay away for for now. I mean, Golden Oak may come back in strong, but definitely. And if you have Golden Oak and love it, by all means, we're happy for you. But that is something that you might want to even have painted because painting cabinets is a lot cheaper than buying all new ones. Well, and this is interesting you're talking about this because, you know, we have this house in, house in North Carolina that we're planning to retire at, and it actually has golden oak cabinets, which I have never been Bring a them of. back. You bring them no, back. No, I'm Single not bringing them back. No, no, those, those puppies are getting ripped out as soon as I'm ready. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, so uh, you're not going but, to repaint. You wouldn't paint them. Well, no, I mean, we'll probably reface, although reface okay. the cabinets, which mm-hmm. is just the front. However, that's a very expensive, that's still not cheap mm-hmm. because they were replacing the doors and the whole fronts of the cabinets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rip out the top, upper cabinets, but I'm replacing with shaker style cabinet mm. doors. I think that's the most, that's what I have in my house now. And that's a very classic, clean, simple, clean there's line. no arches, there's no frilly things. It's mm-hmm. a very simple but classic look. And I think you really can't go wrong with that. Can you go a little deeper for people that might not be able to uh, visualize no shaker. a shaker right, mm-hmm. o- you know, right off the bat? Just explain well, it in a little I, more detail. Mm, I'm not sure I can. Uh, and let's see, I'm, my my skills at describing that may not be the best, but it's a very simple design. I mean, you have, it's like a you're cabinets are flat and then you have a piece of wood around all the edges that's maybe about uh what about an inch or two wide mm-hmm. that's along the top bottom and the sides yeah so it's like, like you framed. did a beautiful job it has a frame around it right yes it's like it has a, a frame, flat but cabinet a plain, with a frame, flat frame. Mm-hmm. yeah the frame is not right but some of these older cabinets they had like you said the arches and all these uh i don't know carved i don't know it's just kind of just a lot of details that 
end up looking kind of messy later on or, or mm-hmm. too, too busy. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that I would choose extremely wisely, and that is my countertops. I think those are the two big items that are, you know, they're in there. They're in there unless somebody wants to do a demo. And um, the countertops, and I would think even before you think, oh, this is so pretty, you need to think what is durable. And I think you can go with, with um, again, I and I, I just love all the people out there. So if you have granite colored, speckled granite countertops, but but we're seeing a real trend towards them saying, okay, this is really dated looking. That doesn't mean yours isn't beautiful. I really don't want people to come away thinking, oh, everything in my kitchen just stinks. You know, oh, this is horrible. But if we're if we're thinking about to make a timeless kitchen, Mm-hmm. I keep my countertops in the quartzite. Now, marble is not that durable, but I know, Kelly, you've had great success in it. Soapstone mm-hmm. is very classic. Um, it's very durable. I do have a couple dinks in it, but that's just part of the beauty of, of um, soapstone. Um, but going going the way of something that is more solid in color, but extremely durable. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. And I would agree with what you're saying, Yvonne. And I, if I were right, I mean, it's like hindsight's 2020, but I think, and I have a friend who did a Tuscan kitchen right at the tail end of that. And it's beautifully designed. I mean, it was not a cheap kitchen. It's a very, very expensive, beautiful kitchen. And mm-hmm. she went with a brown marble it's beautiful marble but mm. not as clean and classic as the yeah. white and, right, right. And listen the, the to white, kelly <laughs> right i mean and so i mean really i think i look back in these if you look back in old homes around turn of the century what did you see you saw that maybe the hex tile or black you saw maybe floors that were either wood or black and white you saw white cabinets you saw marble countertops subway tile these are things they ebb and flow in and out of popularity, but they are classics. So if I were looking for something that was going to stand the test of time for the longest amount of time, I would go black and white or gray, maybe quartzite, maybe <clears throat> quartz mm-hmm. or granite. But if it's granite, I would go with black but or I, what I have, which is white, white river, which looks mm-hmm. a, very similar to marble, but it's not. Well, that's what I see. That's what I would go for. I, I, that's mm-hmm. why I chose quartzite. It's so durable and it can look, I mean, it, it will fool your eye as far as marble goes. Now, mm. I thought you did soapstone. Did, are you changing yours out? I did soapstone. Oh, no, I love my soapstone. Um, I was thinking about putting a big slab of quartzite, white quartzite on my island just to break up the black. Uh, I'm thinking about it because we're uh, I, what I do, and here's how I keep, I, I think I keep my kitchen timeless. We built our home 24 years ago. I have a white kitchen that is like an upscale farmhouse. It has uh, like rounded corners and fluting and great big moldings, but it's very, very classic. Um, I did have just like not a very good grade of um, countertop when we moved in. I did have a desk area. So we had like a a big remodel, had it repainted again because white. And then I, this was about six or seven years ago. Well, I'm now I'm up to a mini. Now I'm doing like a mini refresh. So every, like you know, every seven, I get the seven year itch, where okay, I need. I'm going to put new lighting in. I'm going to put 
new a new faucet in. I'm going to put a, a subway tile backsplash. Um, although I've been seeing a lot that that's maybe not the wisest choice to put in because again, things come and go, and it is a it is a somewhat of a classic now. And so I keep doing these mini updates to keep it fresh because I know so many people and so many of my clients. They'll ask me, what about the kitchen? Well, you just want to say to them, I mean, how much do you want to do? And they say, I really don't like the look. They have done nothing in it for 20 years. And that's where you run into problems. You want to do these mini updates as you go along so you don't end up with a, a full gut job. Do you well, know what I I'm saying? I think today the kitchens that are the style of kitchen that is really popular today does incorporate all these timeless elements. When you think about what the kitchen, what you know, if you had the kitchen of your dreams or the kitchen that's getting pinned the most right now, the kitchens that you see in the magazines or on the blogs, they have a lot of timeless qualities. They're usually yes. in the white or the gray, marble mm-hmm. or light colored mm-hmm. countertops, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of a wood flooring. Uh, I would say almost investment type of appliances. You know, people are maybe not getting as many as they were a couple of years ago when everybody had to have 12 freezer drawers and all this, but they're getting better basic ones. So they're going to last a long time and they're not really in quirky colors or anything like that. And the lighting seems to be good. Like, you know, you're seeing, I think what we're seeing now, the trends are really the classics. Mm-hmm. Because I agree with if you. you. If you hearken back to not too long ago, it was highly distressed cabinetry, the Tuscan thing with the mural with the cypresses behind your range. Oh, Remember that was that, that was a, well giant, again harking to the nineties, right? The giant corbels and you know coming down on the mm-hmm. island yeah. where you know it was kind of like you know you thought like Pierre Cardin was going to come down the stairs or something, you know, into that kitchen. Like it was just oh, like Ricardo Montalban. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like oh, this is this kitchen may not even go with the rest of the house, but that was the kitchen of the rage, mm-hmm. you know, t- twenty so years ago. So sometimes somebody en- ends up with that so hugely you- oversized, ter- right? You know, spacious. But you know, you said something interesting that made this is the other thing. Don't get crazy on your on your oven hood. That's not in anymore, first of all. And that's not a timeless look. I mean, these big, huge oven heads with these big bulkheads and massive, massive um, moldings and things. They are, that's not a timeless look and they just cost so much money. So keep it simple. I think simple sometimes is best because it's most elegant. And you're talking about the um, range like, hoods, yeah. So like mm-hmm. the vent hoods, that thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I have a really intensive post on those about you know how many BTUs you need and all that kind of stuff. I spent so oh, much time mm-hmm. uh-huh. learning about that because I was gifted with the, the purchase of the house that the beautiful antique stove that I had, and I thought, mm-hmm. wow, this is going to kick off a lot of. You know what, you guys. I couldn't figure out how to make one work in the room and mm-hmm. with the stove because mm-hmm. it was, you can really only have one big focal point. And in my mm-hmm. kitchen, it's mm-hmm. that stove. And I didn't want it right. competing. And then we would have had to soften it. And I thought, it's California. I can have the door open. There you, know, eight, you go. Eight, you know, <laughs> you know, six out of seven days a week mm-hmm. and open it. And I have a lot of ventilation. I didn't even put one. Mm-hmm. 
I know you didn't. Don't, you have a shelf, and you have a shelf. But some people no, like I don't me, have. I have. Well, what do you have over that? The stove yeah, has, has a, shelf a shelf attached to it, but um, I but, have no ventilation on my stove. Oh wow! Well, you know, sometimes yeah, there's too many people cooking in my kitchen, and uh, you know, the smoke detector does tend to go off when people are <laughs> other people are in there. I'm you just have a hot house, but I have a 48 inch stove, and this was a big uh, discussion. I had with my builder because I didn't want the XJ9000, uh, you know, that thing that will remove all the air from the house in right. two seconds. Suck up people under 100 pounds. Yeah, right. But he said, no, no, no. You have the six burn. I have said, but I'm not going to use all of them. I just want it because mm-hmm. it's pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, he, he, he insisted. So I ended up doing that. If you're looking for a timeless look, get some nice windows in your kitchen. The one thing, if I had to change one thing that I can't change because I don't want to spend the money on it, I would have made a much bigger window. Now we have it over our, uh, the windows over my sink and I have like a regular size window. I would have tripled that and then done a transom at the top or something. I think um, if you're thinking about doing a build or if you're if you're getting a new to you home and doing some in, in getting the kitchen, really think long and hard about that. Now you're pro- you're going to lose cabinet. You're going to lose cabinet space at the top. But um, for me, I think it would be worth it. Hmm. So think about choosing like what kind of a window treat, what kind of window you want up there. I would have done like three big panels at least. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point. I mean, uh, yeah, I wish I wish our that house that we plan to retire to. It, there's a beautiful view down the mountain, mm-hmm. and I wish it had. It does have a lot of windows, but yeah, I would have put bigger windows on for and sure. And those will stand the test of time. They will always look timeless and beautiful. Everybody loves a huge big window, but you're not. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about like the rounded out windows that become these. Um, like greenhouse things, you know, I'm thinking of way back. Oh, there was one of those oh. here in my house. Too. Oh. It was, I think he had it like stuck on with gum. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. Yeah, literally. I mean, it was like when we went out to the back, we noticed that he had like, um, poles, like not even poles, just like pieces of wood holding the base of it up. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, this was definitely, um, yeah, quite a job to fix this place up, but I am really happy. I mean, I am the happiest in my kitchen and I truly believe and, you know, things could change and I could change and, you know, life's a journey and all that. But Mm -hmm. I am, I am 99.9 plus 0.9% sure that I will love this kitchen for the next 30, 40 years and that whoever gets to be the next steward of my house and bring it into Mm, yet another century is going to love the kitchen because we went and I had the opportunity to do it. And, you know, because it was such a mess, there was no choice. I mean, I had to have a new mm-hmm, kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really, because of the style of the house, it really led me in the direction of a timeless choices. But no matter what kind of house you're in, if you can stick to the, these timeless elements that we're talking about, you're going to be happy in your kitchen for a long time. It's going to be do really well in resale. And it doesn't mean you have to have an all white sterile kitchen. So don't be no. fooled by things, these articles you're reading, oh, the white kitchen is out, or you see tons of super white, like almost hurts your eyes kitchens on Pinterest and places. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have 
that kind of white Mm-mm. kitchen. Mm-mm. I don't. I have a wooden floor. Mm-hmm. I have other elements in there. I've used Simply White by Benjamin Moore, which is a softer white. But what's beautiful about having a kitchen like that too and having a neutral backdrop is just like we're saying about our neutral homes in general, you can add those pops of color whenever you want. If I want to go yellow and bring in those kinds of touches or sometimes I just say, oh, I picked up a certain color flower at the grocery store. Now I'm going to pull out a few things that I have that are orange or whatever. I can pop anything mm-hmm. in there and make it fresh, make it kind of fun for a week or two, and then change it out. And that's a really nice way to live because you don't you. have to be redoing and you don't have to say, oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't chosen that mural of Tuscany. Honey, do you think we can just, you know, I'm get paid all that money. Get this out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. want to do that every yeah. 20 years or 10 years yeah. or five yeah. years. Right. And I, I don't even care if the brown comes back. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm happy with the white. And it's just, I just think, you know what? Even if the brown comes back and the, you know, the brown ca- um, granite countertops, I'll just wait it out. Yeah, because I just don't think it's going to be classic for the long haul. No, like it's not going to be timeless. It is not yeah. going to be timeless. And that's it what could, we're talking about. It could about. come back and it could be the hot thing and everybody, you know, in, that's doing designer showcases, houses could be doing it. But mm-hmm. that yeah, doesn't mean happen. your house with all these timeless elements is ever going to be out of style or look dated. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. But here's the thing. They do come back, but they come back in fresh ways. So really, they look outdated, even if anyway, you're on trend. Right. Not, That's well, right. Not, I wouldn't say they look dated. I think if you go classic, it's it's going to... Well, I, it's I'm not, not talking about the classic things, but I'm... Yeah, but I'm thinking of, no, the things you're going to wait around to have it come back in. Here's the thing I was going to tell you not to spend a lot of money on, because these things do change, and I've changed them three times. Choose different hardware, like handles and pulls, that are not so expensive. And you can get great-looking ones that aren't that expensive, um, because I've changed mine out three times. And I, it's, I don't want these huge, expensive expensive things because I may do it again. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't changed mine. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't spend a lot on mine, but I still like mine. So yeah. But yeah, there's, there's plenty of inexpensive sources for those. So I don't really think you need to spend a lot on those polls. And, and oh, no, that's sure. one of the mm-hmm. things that I am always surprised. I think people think they have to spend a lot of money on something mm-hmm. like that, but that is a place where you can save so much money. Oh, I absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Check with out you. your local hardware stores. A lot of them have great lines mm-hmm. now. I mean, people are making so many Online. companies are making so many more things now mm-hmm. than they used to. You don't have to buy them and order them in advance. You could, you know, get a whole bunch of them at, off the shelf, take them home and see if you like them. If you don't, bring them back. You can change the color if you want. If you want to spray paint them with a metal spray paint or something like that. You can go vintage, which is what I did. And I got mine like for a song. Uh, you just have to make sure they have the right number of them. Mm-hmm. Here's, let's talk about two other things. Let's talk about flooring and backsplash. I think keep your, keep your flooring classic. I think uh, wood is a great way to go. Some people shy away from it. I've had wood in my kitchen for again, 24 years and mm-hmm. it looks pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. it and our, my kitchen is the hardest 
room, hardest used room in my house. And we have, we've had a lot of kids, a lot of dogs, you know, a lot of company, a lot of family, and it looks pretty good. And then when it doesn't, we can have it redone. Right. We have wood as well. And I do really like it. Um, so that is something, but you know, even if you were going, if you were on a super tight budget, and if I had to go with vinyl, I'd go with those black and white checkerboard oh, kind of tiles. I agree a thousand two, percent. Know? I love that is a gorgeous, timeless look. Now, yeah. the only caveat in an open concept that does look a little busy, unless mm-hmm. you make everything sort of a toned down very much the color palette of your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, to carry yeah. that through the Good rest point. of your house. But yeah, I think those black and white tiles are timeless. I don't know. I know a lot of people in the South, really, like in Florida and things like tile, because I guess it's because it's cool. Um, but I would not mess with grout. I would have to go groutless. Because it's just, I had a family member who had tile floors and they were always, unless you have black or gray grout. They, it was white. They were always cleaning it with the toothbrush. Oh, oh my goodness. No. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Even you know that's even, not happening in my house. That's well, labor. and that was, yeah, that was a while back. So maybe there's a product I don't have. Well, I think any those tiles, so. tile wood, you know, the tiles that look like wood, which are amazingly realistic. Yes. Looking. Yes. And a lot of them, you don't even have to have the grout lines because they just sort of fit together. So mm-hmm. I would investigate that, or you can do a grout that's the same color as the wood and the grout. Mm-hmm. It's not, because in t- regular tile, oftentimes the grout is part of the look. But in those wooden ones, obviously, if it's trying to replicate a wooden floor, they're, you wouldn't have grout in a wooden floor, right? So they don't make it so it's apparent to the eye. Oh, I, yeah, much You see better. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, that might see. be a good way to go if you if you like not only the feel of tile on your floor, but you're worried about durability with wood in your kitchen, then the, and, but you like the wood look, I would look into that for sure, because I've gotten a bunch of samples. We were thinking about doing that out in the barn, but it just been, it's just too big of a space. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, it's just going to be too expensive. And that's when we just went with the um, staining the concrete, which is, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a certain look. And that may not be, you know, considered timeless down the line, but it's it's an exterior kind of building. So I'm I'm fine right. with that out here. Right. I, I just think and you're thinking of concrete. I mean, I have a concrete table, a dining room table, I absolutely adore. However, I would I I wouldn't put concrete, you know, concrete is uh a little bit on the hot side right now, you know, from the, all the um, fixer upper stuff. No, like just keep, stay away from all that, that real um, hot, hot and now stuff and really work on what do I see that from 1920 that really looks great now. And it's like black and white floors. Um, Again, we said cabinets that are timeless design and color countertops that are durable. Again, timeless timeless color. Uh, the other thing is let's do backsplashes because right now I, I didn't have a backsplash for like a decade. And then we put bead like beadboard. Cause it's a, it's a, uh, farmhouse look. Well, I'm so, I've been over it for like eight years Yeah, already. And so I keep saying, well, we're going to do this. We have to finish a bathroom though, before we do anything, but I think I'm going to go subway marble. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm, because oh, that's, that's timeless with my black um with my black 
uh, soapstone because I think that's a good look. But Kelly, if I did it again, mm-hmm. I would do what you did for your backsplash. Yeah. So if, for anybody who doesn't know what I did with the backsplash is I did marble all the way up, just slabs of marble. I have no grout. Uh, I have no outlets because I did a plug mold up under my cabinetry mm-hmm. so you can't see them. So you just see the marble and I adore it. Uh, but you also have marble, marble counter. Correct. You don't, you have marble counter and the same marble going up the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. When I walk into my kitchen, I, that's my happy place. But I also think if anybody walked into my kitchen, like they did some time travel or something and they landed in my kitchen, uh, they might not know what year it is. And Mm -hmm. I think that's probably, you know, a good barometer Mm -hmm. of whether or not you're grabbing this timeless style. I mean, you know, us, we don't have a Keurig, but maybe if somebody had something like that on the counter, you know, Nancy Drew might be able to figure out what year it is. But I know that's a, that's a good point because that's kind of my, my, way to say, say, is this timeless or not, is can you tell me when this house was built or this room was put together? Right? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. you just said. If you can look at it and you go, well, I can't really tell, then, you know, that's a good sign that it's a timeless look. That is but a very go, oh, good sign. That's, that was mm-hmm. 1998 when the da-da-da was popular, right. then, mm, yeah. Kind of just it's- like like my face. Like I don't want somebody to be able to say, I know what year that face was made. (laughs) (laughs) Keep them guessing. And some people you can say, I know what, I know when you had your facelift. (laughs) Oh, you you have to be kidding. But anyway, let's get back to the kitchens. Um, Keeping, I I think it's so important to say to yourself, what is going to stand the test of time? And then what do I need to freshen up to keep my kitchen looking timeless and not get into that trap when I have this, I have this lovely mother who owns this beautiful home thinking about selling it. She has kept up with everything in her house, her kitchen. She did not redo and it, I, it looks timeless. I think she's going to get all the cabinets resurfaced. I do think she's going to have that done, but it's such a shame because I know that she could get such a bigger price for resale and she's no, and she hasn't loved it for the last maybe decade. And she keeps saying, well, I guess I should have, have it. Okay. Can um, I ring in there? Yeah. I, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not a real estate agent, but I bought and sold a lot of houses in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, what, what do we joke about, Anita? I'm not a real estate agent, but I play one in life. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I'm also friendly with a lot of real estate agents. Now it won't be for everyone because there are the people that want to show up at your house with their toothbrush. And that's all. Like they don't want to do anything. They just want to move in and start living Mm -hmm. their life. But Mm -hmm. I would say most people, even if it's just a nesting instinct, they want to put their own mark on a house. I do agree with that. So I mean, this is a little off topic, but since we're talking about kitchens and if you have a kitchen that you're thinking about, maybe I should renovate it, but I'm going to sell my house in a couple of years. I would say to you, go buy yourself some new bowls and a, and a bouquet of flowers and leave your kitchen as it is. Because if I or anybody sort of like me came to buy your house, I would not want to pay more for the granite that you picked out that I probably mm. don't like. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I kind of like, but it's really not exactly what I wanted. And now I know I'm paying more for it and you've done it, 
But you you didn't even live there long enough to really enjoy it. Well, but this is what you I'm know? saying. You need to, you. that's why you need these mini renos so you can enjoy right. what you have. You should be enjoying it, not doing it at the last minute. But I don't think you get more money when you're trying to sell your house because you've renovated your kitchen in the last year with the eye towards it being somebody else's kitchen. You can't make the kitchen the way the person who's going to buy your house wants it to be. Well, I think the more timeless you can make a kitchen, the better off you are, though. Well, I will say the reason I think we got such a great price on our house in uh, the mountains is because the kitchen looked so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. And, right. and the fact that the outside of it was painted peach, yeah. which thankfully oh, we have true. corrected. Right. But I think those two things drove down the price and it was... For what it was, very exp- inexpensive. Mm-hmm. So for your oh your um, view alone is priceless, right? But that peach, I think people said, and you know, believe me, we painted over it, and I yeah yeah, that was an expense because I think they had to have forty over forty foot. No, I think the forty foot ladder wasn't tall enough. I don't know, uh, it was, forty it's like, feet. Oh, because you have yeah. that one side that's real long. Well, because it's it's on the top side of the mountain, so it's so it's like the basement on the back is up eight feet off of the ground. And then there's the first floor and the second. Anyway, it's pretty tall. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I think that really helped our pricing. And so I thought, ah, I wouldn't. I don't want to pay for a kitchen that, like, I'm going to redo the kitchen anyway. So I don't want to pay for it to have recently. So it worked out for me. But I think some people, if they had just painted the cabinets and replaced the countertop, I think they could have gotten more money from. I think so too. That's Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I think. But I'm glad they didn't do it because now I can do it the way I want. (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, So we just really want you thinking about. What, if you're going to, if, even if you have a kitchen, what can I change in it? Or what can I, you know, make a timeline, like what needs to be changed every now and again for to give it an updated, more timeless look. I think that's really, really important. So remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.